Welcome to Lazy Night We Stand Podcast. I uh, haven't got any sponsors ads to do for once, uh, which isn't a bad thing. At least I'm not going to get followed around by uh, Lord's timepieces. Have you? Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Tom, because obviously me and you were uh, were part of that. What I thought was quite an impeccably delivered piece of advertising. Uh, have you been? Um, have you noticed that wherever you go now on the internet, they follow you around? Yes, yeah, so I was doing my predictions um, on Friday night for you know our United Stand Predictions League, and uh, on that whole page was Lord's timepieces. It just reminded me that I needed a new watch for the missus no, for the wedding. That, never mind that. Yesterday night, I was sat there and I got a late tip on a horse. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sat there and it was like they literally were loading into the stalls. It was like two horses to go in, and I hadn't. I'd, I'd left the race alone because I couldn't find anything out. Got a tip over. Someone texted me and said, "Get on this rapidly." Blah blah blah. Seven to one, and I'm just about loading me Bet365 account up on the on the internet. And just as I was about to hit, I picked the horse, put the amount in. Just about to hit place bet, and up pops this fucking pop-up advert from Lord's timepieces. So by the time I'd shot everything down, fucking hell, the race was off, gone, 7 to 1, won. Should have used Bet on Brazil then, shouldn't you? <laughs> well, they've gone now, they? yeah, whatever. You that sounds like a backhanded, backhanded um, plug for this now, doesn't it? Yeah, well, so it, it clearly wasn't. Mario Falcone was their um, ambassador, saying how I'm always on point with my laws. I don't even know who she is. He was their rival, he's their big rival, Swatch. Spy Swatch. Never heard of him, anyway. Yeah, never heard of them, do they? Uh, Right, we're on the bus down to Leicester. Um, we're going to talk about the ticket scenario in a little bit because uh, I think, I mean, I've been going to United since 1978 and I've never been in a situation domestically where the entire United and every single person who holds a ticket has been asked to turn up at a designated uh, destination, which is Leicester Tigers Rugby Club, uh, in a specially arranged room with the United Ticket Office staff to pick up tickets using photographic ID. So uh, the continual clampdown on who's going to games continues. Um, so it's uh, it's created all kinds of stuff. Some of it, some of it funny, some of it not so. And uh, obviously, it's part of a wider piece on ticketing, full stop. But uh, we'll come to that in a bit. But um, obviously, the other night we uh, were at Old Trafford for the what I thought was quite a dismal nil-nil draw against Hull. And uh, normally, after a podcast. Uh, sorry, after a game, we'd do a podcast with the sellers from United We Stand, uh, giving a bit of feedback, but we genuinely couldn't be bothered. Uh, for two reasons, A, it was awful, and B, uh, it's about the ninth time this season we've had to talk about Hull against uh, Manchester United, but uh, we'll give it a quick couple of minutes now, we've had a few Hull days. City. Hull City, yeah. Hull, sorry, Hull City Tigers. Yeah. So, John, Hull United against the Hull Tigers. Um, it was grim the other night, wasn't it? Given what had happened the, the night before, it was. But I think after what's happened yesterday with Hull, I've, I've changed my perspective a little bit. I think the problem with United was they come, they turned up Wednesday night. We're playing bottom of the league, but you've got to give that new manager they've got there a bit of credit. You know, he's got players in, and and, and they look like a sort. If, if I had to back them to go up or down, stay up or go down, I'd back them to stay up right now. And I think we just went there a little bit. I don't know, maybe a little bit arrogant thinking you've only got to turn up to win the game and, and, and I, I think they're going to be a tough side to beat Hull but you still, doesn't justify the it, it doesn't, it doesn't it, well, it was our worst problems for probably all season but I, I think we've struggled a bit since New Year personally and I think that sort of game was coming and I'm just hoping that you know you can get away with draw at home to Liverpool and say you know it's not a bad result Stoke away we dominate Hull at home's a disaster but when you look at what Liverpool I keep saying this to people and I've been saying it all season Liverpool Liverpool came out of the blocks because they had a great 
physical pre-season and they came out proper finely tuned when everybody else was dragging the feet but once you know what happens everybody when it comes to sort of jam feb everybody catches you up yeah. they've been sussed out a little bit haven't they? You know, they're playing they've been sussed out they're, it's a bang average squad with a brilliant manager yeah, who, were, who were overperforming I agree 100% with that you know, but that result at Old Trafford against Liverpool was fucking shite it was one thing you have to say with Hull the other day and I got a bit of stick for it making a joke about it on Twitter the week before saying that the night before sorry that because of the amount of people who dropped results you just knew United were going to drop points again and for me that's 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 not a coincidence I think that's it I think the team sometimes struggles a little bit with pressure and the pressure was there for us to go on and win the game and we just played baller we played really poorly and I can't think of any outfield player who played particularly well and the, on, the only the only other gripe I had with it is that there's certain players who seem to be you know that when things have to change you you knew who the three players were that were going to come off and who the two or three that were going to stay on I'm a big fan of Ibrahimovic I'm a big fan of Pogba but you have bad games from time to time I'm not saying that taking them off would have changed things but that's my only gripe is that Mourinho's been ruthless so far in what he's done but there still seems like there's two or three players who look untouchable even when they have bad yeah when they have, even when they have terrible games and I, I Do you reckon pulling one of them off, as in a bit, as in I should say substituting? I don't mean, you know, I don't want to get the wrong idea. Not I don't want them to think. I don't want them to think the blame well. Um, not with them think, too either. Do you not think that? <laughs> do you not think that? Had, uh, I mean, it's a bit. It'd be a big risk, wouldn't it? But do you not think that would give a bit of a statement? That I'm not yeah, putting up with yeah, this. That's exactly that. No one's untouchable. I'm not saying they were any worse than anyone else. I'm not saying anyone who did get dragged off didn't deserve to be took off. But I'm saying from time to time. Mix it up a little bit. Don't let players play in the comfort zone. When it don't matter how bad I don't matter how bad I am, I'm still going to be on the pitch. Tomo, night before that game against Hull, just about every result you could have, if you could have handpicked them, out they came. Yeah, and it was a massive opportunity for United. Uh, yesterday, you could almost say something. You know, Arsenal getting done, Liverpool getting beat. Uh, another opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. But every time it happens, we mess up basically but it was interesting because Pogba the other night he took Carrick off again at half time and Pogba put two balls in which should have really led to goals like Rashford but you watch that ball he did to Rashford Rashford should have buried it and I think that's the problem is that Rashford's been fantastic in terms of beating players but he's just not finishing Ibrahimovic I've never after Inzaghi and Hernandez I've never seen a player be offside so much I, I mean I, I, yeah, it was proper game born offside he was basically um, I, I would have taking him off but I actually think Pogba did alright but the problem is he struggles in a two man midfield the big thing this this year is we had our Phil Jones injury finally we've been waiting for that but um, Rojo was superb in my opinion but and, and Valencia was but beyond that he was dreadful but that manager he's, a, he's superb that manager really good manager Rick, do you think there's something wrong with you know his mentality when you've got obviously massive opportunities massive situations to capitalise on they just didn't turn up and deliver did it no I I think that, that, that still we have that hanging over us that teams can come up and, and, and get a point Get a, get even three points against us. I think we still got that hanging over us. We're still a, we're still a beatable team it, it, amongst that top six. Now we're still one of the ones that you think, yeah, we can get some decent points against them. If we play we defend well, which Hull did. Uh, I think today 
Leicester will think they've got a really good chance against us. I just think the problem is is just we're not we're not clinical enough up front, so it gives them an opportunity to think. I, I, I think United are the most get gettable. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my drink got over again. Uh, Wasted about two bottles here just in this one. <laughs> I think United are the most. Out of them top six or seven teams, United are the one that I think is easy to get at, but yeah. also it's still the biggest scalp in it. Yeah, and that's why something like today, Leicester have been. Every time I look look at the look at the results, Leicester have won. Uh, sorry, Leicester have lost a game, but I've just got this horrible feeling today that they're going to just turn up against us. United, United are that team. Still look at him. I mean, he was a bit over the top when he said every game we've drawn this season we deserve. I don't think we deserve to win the other night. There's been an odd home game where I don't think we've deserved to win. But, but you still saw the other night we missed two sitters again the other night. If, if, if Pogba scores that one early on, it's a different game. It's a comfortable game. The one matter scores, you see out the game comfortably. And I know they had a couple of chances late on, but that's when you're pushing on. Do you not think there's an, a, a complacency or almost bordering on arrogance in the United side that says we're playing, you know, no matter what? Will if we don't score against this team in the first five minutes, don't worry, we'll score one in the last five minutes. Someone showed me some stats the other day of goals scored in the first half against second half, and it's about three to one in the second half. And they do think that a goal's always going to come. You know, you've got stuff on the bench you can come on. But they do, against well-organised sides, you come and play like they did the other day. They believe their own high. I think we believe our own high half the time. And that run that we went on, um, they thought, well, that's it. We're back. We're brilliant. And I think the players thought that. And I think you were saying in the pub. The cup games have uh, basically overshadowed, basically, have got Mourinho out of jail because the cup games will beat teams 4 or 5 0. And then the league games are just going to struggle. If we had a season like we did with, um, was it Van Gaal's first one when there was no cup games and it's just league? If you just looked at United's league form, Mourinho wouldn't have the probably the leeway he does with fans as he does now because for every two shit draws, then suddenly you beat Wigan at home 4 0 and everything's rosy again for a can couple I, of weeks. Can I not just put it out there, though, that manager and United's first team squad, I think if you you know I know the defence is shaking I think that that team has got the capability whoever you put in that front five or six should be capable of bombing anybody off a football pitch of course they should but on another point on what he said them nine draws we probably should have won at least six or seven of them but we did well that's the point after so long it doesn't just become a, a bit of unlucky we just I just think we're very poor in the final third I think the crossing's poor I think the finishing's poor Pogba should have 15 20 goals this season we said, we said after the Wigan game last week that I don't think we played that well but for once we took all our chances and we created four chances and scored them and again the other night we still created two chances that were absolute sitters do you not think though that Rick, it, it's a season that so far though we've, the, the only side you can say we beat of any note is Tottenham Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham yeah. and maybe I mean you could this say City the league league up, up, yeah. that was an half strength City side when it would not beat anyone have we no not at all and I dread those three final games that we're going to have against oh, Arsenal, Spurs, probably City now. Can I not finish in ninth? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll eventually get to fifth position and then we'll have them three in a row and end up eighth. I think I think we get lumped into the, into the Europa League. I think the Europa League is he's going to put everything, all his eggs in the basket for getting in Champions League the Europa League. That's what I think you know, he'll go if, for. If he does carry on in that way, though, in, in his competitions, he does need to start utilising that squad a bit more. And again, the other night, it was still, you know, we've got two games in four days. And he could have brought in a couple of players there if not at what, played. At what point do you think United you know, should start prioritising Europa League? Uh, yeah. You know. So now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, since Etienne, 
we should beat them. We should beat them, we, even with a limited squad. And we can still play a decent team in the league, wherever, whatever those fixtures are around, that, around those fixtures. Um, start getting to things like the quarterfinals, then... Well, I'll, I'll say, when we get to the end of the season, if we're still in, say, the semi-finals at that point, and we've got City, Arsenal, Spurs away, and we, we ain't going to fucking get any chance of getting top four, sack that off and go hell for leather for the for your question, right? Out of and I've, I've, put, I've, I've, I've said it in the next mag so I'll be interested to see what you say um, Arsenal City Tottenham away and Chelsea at home United in their current form and mindset how many points out of 12 just, just a number I want um, 12 no no I, you couldn't say because no, could going back to what you've just said there what you've done we played a lot of the big teams when we were struggling a little Give bit a number you'd probably take six or seven you no, I'd say I'd, I think we would get say yeah same six or seven but we'll lose so many points to the, all the other teams that we're going to play less than six for me I think less I, 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 I could see maybe one <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Well, honestly, like a home game and then the rest away. You're still looking at it now at a point though. When you see like Chelsea have won again, the league's gone. That's completely impossible. You've only got to finish fourth. You've only got to finish fourth, and you're two or three points behind two teams in Liverpool and Arsenal are really struggling. It's getting to a point where you think to yourself, make yourself a cup team and make the cups all your priority. And building it. Yeah, just building it. All you've got to do is finish fourth, and it's doable. You don't need to win every week. Um, Quick one on um, I mean, before we get on to today in terms of the game and all that kind of stuff. Um, I talked about it at the outset. This kind of unique scenario regarding uh, tickets. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Drew here because he's sat next to me. Uh, Drew, you've been coming here for about thirty or forty years. Can you ever recall a, can you ever recall a scenario where we've had to do anything like this outside of bans for violence and stuff? Never, never at all. Like I said to you on before, most of the club used to give us tickets. Bobby Charlton, Ron Atkinson, great for tickets. Yeah. You have to edit that again. Can I not even say that now? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's common knowledge now, to be honest. Um, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. We've done the Sandy Buzz. Sandy Buzz. Yeah, I mentioned Sandy Buzz. I think we got banned for the Sandy Buzz we won. What's United's intention? Intention? To do everybody's heading, I think, this year, the way they're going. But. I'm going <laughs> cup games, <laughs> but that might be just a selfish point of view. Too many cock ups in the league. Right, fuck it. <laughs> with, this, with this ticketing thing, what do you think United are trying to achieve? See, I'm torn on this one, and people probably won't. My view won't be particularly popular on it because you can see what the club are trying to Don't do. Don't worry about that. It's, well, it's no, in keeping I, with podcasts. I just think I just think that they're just basically, obviously, demand outstrips what they've got, and they're trying to reward the paid-up people who still come. And the ones, you know, I do feel today for these lads I know who've seen ticket holders who go to every game who've not got a ticket. And I might feel differently had I not got one in the ballot myself, but the ones I get have a gripe with is, is some of the older lot who pick and choose, they don't have season tickets anymore, and they feel there's some sort of a sense of entitlement based on the years that they've done it for. And all this stuff, oh, it's going to ruin the away support, as all them being replaced by someone else who can't possibly create an atmosphere. Do you not think, though, that... Um I mean, I'm not saying this is connected you know, specifically to today and that, but you know, we talked about you know the 30 quid thing last year. You know, allocations remains an issue, which I'm 100% certain I'm going to come back and moan about in a minute. But 
United's away support this season, I think, has been... I know Hull was brilliant the other night, but United's away support has been seriously poor level this year for me. Uh, possibly. Just pick and choose. You know, certain game, maybe I've just been looking at some of the games I've been to. Like, for example, West Brom, I thought it was quite good at. But Liverpool, in another sense, Liverpool was poor. One of the worst ends I've seen there. Were you at Stoke? No. Well, I, mean, uh, honest, I spoke to God, some Stoke lads down there, so it's a, and they praised the saying, you're usually the best lot. Yeah. And come down there. It'll be interesting to see what today is like, but... It's a tough one. I just think football's going like you can't keep rewarding people yeah. who want to come and pick and choose when they come. You know, we, we all know people. I've got friends who do it, and I can't fault them for doing it. But they're just trying to reward people who are paid up. You know, I didn't fancy going to Hull the other night. You know, you don't want to wigging at home. You drag yourself to get there. So why should I miss out on a ticket for today? Because someone who don't fancy going it can, has got enough contacts to be able to get one. You, you just can't please everyone. Like I said, I do, I do feel sorry for though the ones who've got season tickets who normally come because today is one. You just got no chance, have you? You're not going to go down there today unless you're going to pick a ticket up. Well, there's plenty of stories doing the rounds about what people are doing to try and get tickets into the right hands. But uh, Rick, what, you, what are your thoughts on this whole scenario of why United are doing this? What is it they're trying to achieve? Is it something you 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 you're for or is it something you're against? I imagine at the end of the day it's to do with United making the most amount of money so encouraging uh, people to buy season tickets so that they guarantee away games I think it all goes down to the bottom line It did get to a point there when tickets are free for home games now it got to a point where you think to yourself why have I even bothered got a season ticket because you get two tickets in the ballot away from home you could get an home ticket whenever you wanted maybe I've just got lucky this year that most of the games I've applied for I've got in one way or another compared to in the last but, three years I might have had five in three years but the, but the thing is is you know the, the, you know, the, the club out in, in just about every other away support you know when we go to home games you know, begrudgingly, we get given this credibility of, do you know what? Say what you like, love them or hate them, and all this kind of stuff. But that United's away support is second to none. Even the players, it's the one thing that the players still almost like wax lyrical about it. You know, why are United trying to not break that? Because that's probably the wrong word. I understand some of the things they're trying to achieve, but it's definitely going to impact what ultimately is the best thing about United's support. I don't- I don't think they will. I think United will do whatever it takes to, to, to create them, generate the most amount of money. So if that if that means having the traditional away support in the away stand, they will they will make sure that that happens. If it means that they don't really need that anymore because they're getting enough people going to away games, then they will just. There's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy theories around as well though with what United are trying to do. And basically trying to say, oh, they want to know exactly who's in which seat and who's doing this, that and the other. We also have to get the amount of allocations we've had cut. It's all well and good saying, oh, we create this atmosphere, but when people are blowing around, you get allocations cut. The allocations this year, like today, we've got more than we're entitled to because suddenly the club's being seen to be being proactive. It's you know, it's making sure the tickets did, are going in the right. Did you know it's something that um, obviously Wigan in the Wigan Cup game of the week at Old Trafford, they they obviously had the entitlement to take nine thou, which was the usual corner, usual away end corner, and then the top of East Stanya. And they didn't. They just obviously were given that or choice and didn't do so. And then it was obvious that United then resold them to to whoever at whatever cost. Do you not think that's the way forward? Give because ultimately we know that away fans a bring a revenue to the business. They bring 
you know, economy to the area, but they also bring atmosphere to stadiums that can't be touched. And um, when you get a good away following, you get that. Do you not think if they that- wanted to take it, Old Trafford, I'd give away fans nine thousand. I'd rather have six thousand. Liverpool fans above me and 6,000 United fans. But you know, think the solution to all of this is give clubs the option of taking 6,000 or 3,000 and then saying, we'll see what you do. Didn't Wigan, it, didn't Wigan do that though? But the, it turned out that the, actual, the fans wanted actually more than Wigan. Did in the end because initially, initially, because our ticket prices were 46 quid, they'd only sold 1,800 yeah. and their chairman subsidised them by 20 quid ah, and so suddenly, they they, suddenly they filled suddenly it out. They all, yeah, right, okay. A little known fact about him, do you know, is that he was in a cup final and broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not. Yeah. No one knows it. That's his granddad. That's his granddad. But, but, but the guy who's the, cha- the guy who's the chairman of it now, some somehow had a chipper and it went under. He has a chippy and goes under. It's like a bucket. It's like a bucket. It's like a bucket. Like Peter Barlow's the only man who's took a bucket under, and he's the only man who's ever sent a chippy under in Wigan. <laughs> right. Um, so you, your tickets are legit today, proper ID yeah, and that, stuff. That's yeah, that's why I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've seen, uh, I've seen various stories of, I've seen uh, a lad who's clearly, you know, from somewhere like Moston or Blakely. Um, What's you know, he got against them? Nothing at all. You know, haven't been from there, but he's got, uh, he's got, he's got the photo ID of a season ticket holder who's clearly not born, <laughs> born here. You know, um, I've seen, you know, we've had an announcement on our coach today saying when you get to the. Um, when you get to the table, grab as many as you can. It's um, going to get to the point where people are going to be taking people's faces off, like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So they can just, so, just yeah. so they can get to like yeah. stoke away. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stoke, stoke away in a nice Chianti. Looking round, looking round on this bus though, there's some sacrifices I do to get in a game. Swapping some of these faces on this bus right now, I'm not that desperate to get into a football and, game. And looking round on this bus, there's some people who've actually taken people's faces off. <laughs> I don't want to be left red-faced with anything, mate, but... Right. Anyway, there'll be chaos, no doubt about it. Onto the game, what are you expecting? We should batter them, really, shouldn't we? They're absolutely shite. I think if, if right now, I think they're the worst team in the league, apart from maybe Crystal Palace, but... Um, I don't think we've got a great record here. I don't think we've won here since they come back up, have we? But, yeah, chance to turn them over. We battered them in the home game, didn't we? So I'll be disappointed if we don't win today. What do you, what do you think today in terms of the game? I've actually put 3-0 United on a predictor league. I mean, you put that against anybody, don't you? Um, no, I do actually think they'll do it today. I think they'll take advantage finally. We've got to now. We've got to push on. Forget what's happened in the past few weeks, a bad result. Forget what we should draws. do. What, what do you think United will do? Because I think United have been shy since New Year's Day. I think they'll turn these over. I really do. I think they're on a pretty bad run of farm. Do you not think they're likely to try and turn something around? Eventually, they're going to try and do it, but just got a good feeling about today. It's not a happy camp, Leicester, by all accounts. Uh, people are happy with a manager, people are happy. The players are a bit, a bit hacked off. Probably they're a few down a, tools, aren't they? They're all getting a bit big time by all accounts. But yeah. I think they're still living off the fact that they won the league, which is... Totally understandable. You can, talk, you can understand it for a team like Leicester, but you've got a season to get on with and you've got a trip. I don't think they'll get relegated by any means. I think there's a lot of worse teams out there than Leicester City. But they've got to pull the, roll the sleeves up and hopefully they don't start and do that today. What's your stance on, um, do you think, at what point do you say, you know, just concentrate on them three cup tournaments and uh, sack getting into whatever in the league off for this year? I don't think that at all. Um, yeah, all right, the results aren't the best, but I don't think we're playing that, that badly. I think we're too overly relying on Zlatan to be honest. I think apart from so you don't think United are playing badly. I think this is. I think this is in terms of capability versus delivery. Piss poor for the last four or five. Weeks. I don't. I don't think that we're that bad. No, personally. Okay, all right. Okay. I'll go through. 
good, bad or indifferent Hull, Hull at home last week? Uh, bad. Hull away in the cup. We were already through, so indifferent. Okay. Liverpool at home. <laughs> indifferent. Stoke away. Bad. So two bads, two indifferents. Yeah. But yeah, you could you could put it like. But I see, I see. Yeah, you can say that. But I see a lot of improvement as to the Maris and the Van Gaal era. You've just put forward a very, very compelling case. Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> you've done, you've done me there. Really. Give it right. So you're going three 0 I was think three 0 Two one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, um, United two one. Last. Uh, yeah, yeah, two one. Thanks for that. He was going to give some order, yeah. usual one all. One all. Prediction for the game. Oh, two two. Two two. Yeah. Two two. Can you not predict something good? Well, we'll score the first two. Dallas got the last two. Yeah. I, I won't be shocked if that happened. Actually, uh, that that score prediction got me into trouble once in a lift in Chicago, and then I got shot at. But anyway, that's another day for another. Uh, John, quick prediction. Three one United. Today. Three one United. Right. Uh, cheers for that. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go two one United, and uh, we'll be back after the game to see how we've done. Cheers. Full time at the whatever it's called these days stadium where you know is it King Power now is it I don't know Walk, Walkers when I last remember that on Brazil yeah whatever no they've left us now anyway uh, Leicester City nil uh, almost doomed for the championship Leicester City nil Manchester United three Paul Pogba's just running over to the away end almost like he forgot the first time. Great result, reasonable performance against a dire Leicester side. Fuck only knows how they managed to win the league this time last year, but hey, never mind. Uh, we'll take that. Good to see that the unbeaten run in the league keeps going. And uh, I like do not like, uh, and that the, uh, I guess, a couple of dodgy results, uh, a couple of lacklustre draws that we've had to deal with in the league quite recently have been uh, put to bed with a convincing win. Goals in the first half from Henrik Mkhitaryan and almost immediately after from Zlatan Ibrimovic and a tracker goal in the second half by Wamata. Sealed it for United and for once, after everybody else or a lot of people have dropped a bollock, United have managed to capitalise on that and close the gap at least on Arsenal and at least on uh, neighbours from down the road so we're on our way out of the stadium now and we'll grab a few reds see what their view of the match was got Marcus with me here how are you lad right, mate, you're right. uh, before uh, you carry on tell us who you're related to uh, I'm Jimmy Greenoff's grandson hey. and uh, Brian Greenoff's uh, great nephew yeah how's the family all right yeah they're great mate yeah, yeah uh, granddad still loves going to the games yeah, yeah he does he loves United through and through mate well next time you see your old your granddad tell him 
Uh, he scored my favourite ever United goal. Goodison Park, yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm uh, happy with today, mate. I think with, with with today, like you can only beat what's in front of you. But you know, we've done the business, and just on to the next game. Now we just need to kick on. They were dismal Leicester, weren't they? I think, uh, to be fair, like a lot of people who diss them, like it's a bit unfair because at the minute, like they just suffer from a lack of confidence. I think if they get a, get a good run of games going, they'll be all right. But they could end up going down now because there's a few teams below them. Uh, to be fair, I think. There's a lot. I think. I think there's a lot of shit below him. I think they'll be all right. But listen, um, we've just got to keep on doing the business now. We've just got to keep on playing well. And if we keep on playing well, we'll do all right. I think. I think we're good enough. Okay. So we're just about approaching the last three months of the season. Where do you anticipate United finishing now? Because you've got that awful run in United. So it's fill your boots yeah. time, isn't it? I think. I think we'll just make fourth just because of how of how we've been playing. Yeah. I think we haven't played. We haven't played badly all year. Just finishing the chances. I think we'll get fourth. I think we'll win the League Cup, but I don't think it's any more than that. All right, good lad. Nice See you soon, yeah. Jack, how are you, mate? Not too bad. That, of was, that was all right, wasn't it? They're fucking shite, though, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, it was good, but They're I'm glad you said that, because I thought they were fucking great They're, as well. Uh, I mean, we, we did what we had to do. It weren't... I thought, clinically, it was the best we've been in a while. But they're fucking shit. Yeah, yeah I, totally agree with you. I wouldn't mind them going down either. Yeah. They're just, <laughs> just fuck up. Yeah. Good atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, considering today was meant to be when our away sport died, yeah. it was pretty. It was decent. Yeah. Like there'll be worse away ends than that. Well, to be fair to them, given that they're on their asses, I thought they made a bit of an effort in the moment. They do, but they're champions, so they're like. I <laughs> know, but they're on their asses, aren't they? Champions, yeah. champions, but potentially going down. But no, it was all right. It was alright. Yeah, right mate. Safe trip home, nice pal. Tell her. You know how we stand podcast thoughts on a match? Shit bag. Shit bag. Yeah. The stuff you go up to and you can't even talk into my mic. Fucking hell. He's a dumb lad him and he's bottled it. Bottled it just because he's had uh, he's had a phone stuffed in front of him asking for some opinions on a footy match. Right. Who can I find here? We just piled straight out of the stadium and you're into that like immediate mix zone full of uh, Sorry, mate. Full of home fans. Uh, we're all pissed off. Uh, it's a bit, of, you know, given uh, given what the anniversary of uh, is, uh, given the anniversary tomorrow of the, uh, I think it's 59 years of the Munich air disaster. We've got uh, quite a bit of the, quite, quite a bit of abuse about that being floated about in the stands today. So uh, I'm going to grab Scott. Scott's just walked past. I'm going to grab Scott for a view on the match. You happy with that? I'm happy, very happy, but I didn't see any of the goals. <laughs> well, I saw you walk past me in the first half. I missed the first two, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. and you didn't even see the second one. No one, back, third uh, one. No, I was back. I was still downstairs finishing my ale off, mate. Right, you need to drink quicker because that was. <laughs> I how, know. How far? See, I don't. Charlie. I don't believe that you saw them either, sweetheart. You were looking at your horses, darling. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Well, see, it's a win. It's a win. Boys, it's a win. Three points away from home. Happy days. Right, just one last. Uh, it's well, important we kick on now because we've had four to five pretty average performances, loads of draws. It's time to kick on now. Every time it, we look like we're going to kick on, like. All the other night we should have, we don't. So hopefully tonight, I'm not going to be playing away from home every week. We'd be, we'd be up there, right up there. So you're writing this an old Trafford thing. The atmosphere is bobbins, mate. It was That's a bit like that on the Moza, wasn't it? Yeah. Ten wins. What was it? Ten wins, four draws. Yeah, but the atmosphere away from home, uh, at home, sorry, is shite. Yeah. United, we stand podcast or on the match. Up United. United.
That'll do. I know. <laughs> Inside. What about when uh, you miss every single goal because you're that pissed up? Is it you as well? Yeah. You missed every single fucking, fucking goal, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Score beyond the five minutes. I'll give you. Are. Listen. I'll Jesus give you. Christ. I'll give you the two in because the, they were like. It was like with a. I'll give you the two in the first half because it was only a couple of minutes. I don't know what time, I was finishing with. How did you miss the third? No, 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 no. But, but, yes, yes, but. But we needed to win. We needed to win. And the last few times, the last few times when we needed to win, we haven't. We need a result. We need a result from today, yeah. But we've got one. If we're on Thursday, we're behind them scouts clubs. But today, got the three points. Can't complain. On to next game. Simple as that. Yeah. it? That's what it's about. Anyone stand out as a top performer today, player-wise? Do you know what? I missed three goals, me, so I can't really you say You as well? <laughs> I've seen I've seen no, did you see any goals? No, you as well? Missed all three. When Pogba? All of us like missed three goals for the game. Yeah, I said without any doubt. Melissa, did you see any goals? No, did the fuck. And you as well? Right. Any rest oh. come down here today and missed three goals, but what can we do? At least we still won the game. We love so, United. It's not about game, goals. It's not about goals. So, mate, take care. Safe trip home. So, I've just... The last six people I spoke to have been they down here. They've had to show, yeah, they've had to show ID. They've had terrible. to queue up, and they've missed every single That's goal. Do you know when what? Pogba, when Pogba plays good, United play good. When Pogba plays bad, bad, United play bad. Yeah. That's how it is. Like, no one, mad, no one understands. No one understands. No mad, he needs to sort his life. No out. one understands when Pogba plays good, United play good. Safe trip home. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll see you on. If yeah. I don't see you before, I'll see you in uh, France. Most definitely. See you later, love. Right. Fucking hell. Right, I need to go find someone who may have seen the actual fucking girls going in. Let's see if I can find out. Right. Woody. How are you? I'm very well. Not enjoyed, a, not enjoyed a game like that in a long time. Oh, you enjoyed it? Did, yeah. you, did you see the girls? Yeah, well, they right, did. Well, you're already, you're already miles, miles better to guess than the last six people I spoke <laughs> to. So everyone I spoke to has missed them. No, it's brilliant. It's, yeah, a lot of people went down for them oh, first two. Right. Um, I know we've all said our things about this. This yep. ticket collection thing, but if it brings that every week, it's a proper proper United like that every week. The, listen, it's not about the, it's not about that. Because, but what my my issue on the ticket collection thing is, nobody should be sat outside the ground if they want to get in to watch a game of football. No, I agree. it's about allocation for me, not yeah. about who. Yeah, but I agree with that. We want a half and half scarf inside in there today for me. And Look at the draw. It's a brilliant, brilliant performance. So the first twenty minutes was a bit scrappy. I was wondering where that first goal was going to come from, but great breakaway by Mkhitaryan. Fantastic win, really. We needed it, like we said, on the way down here. We need to start making these opportunities now. Get up that fucking table and get into them that Champions League. So, um, were United as good as you think they were, or were Leicester just derisive? Leicester were bad. The first 20 minutes was scrappy. It was end to end. They're in a lot of bother, aren't they? Yeah. There are a lot of players with down tools, so I'm not Mahrez and a few times he couldn't even be asked running for the ball and that was like 10 minutes gone. He, he's in serious trouble around the area with that. Can you see them going down? I can. I can see it going down but I don't think they will. I think they've got, I think there's a lot of worse teams than them in the Ooh. league. Uh, Sunderland, Palace, I think they're worse than them. Right, well Sunderland had a crushy win yesterday, you'd expect Allardyce to get a grip with Palace at some yeah. point. I think they're in a lot of trouble, mate. Yeah, I just don't think they'll go down. I think they might be just getting the teeth, but I think they'll be here next year. Yeah. Anyone stand out from a performance point of view? For me, I think they all played well today. Um, I like Rashford. He kept having a. I like Rashford today. He played well. Um, I don't think anyone got, had a great game. Pogba got a grip could, of a decent a game, a game for a change. I don't think anyone had a great. I think you could have probably just given everyone seven. But I just think. Seven. I just think we're a much better team when he plays matter. We're a much, so we're a much more dangerous outfit when he plays him. He's very intelligent. He's not the fastest no, no, in the world, but he's, 
first few yards really dead. Good goal, I want it. Cracking all out the celebration to come right over to the fans and that in front of us. That was cracking. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant result. Go on now to Watford on Saturday, get another three points. By the time they kick off, we'll be in the top four. You know? still, you, yeah, you've worked it all out. You I still think we'll finish second, but that's just me. Well, uh, I wouldn't it. rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. I don't either, think, but, I just I don't, don't, but United have got to get a grip now and pull yeah, the thing they have. out. And that's the first part of it. I've got to forget the fast results, all them draws. Yeah, they've, they've crippled us, but yeah. you get them on what we've got to do now because we're going to have that April's going to be tough. We're going to have City, we're going to have City away, Arsenal away, and Tottenham away in the last six games, I think. So we've got to do our job now, make sure totally we're there comfortable. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Totally agree. That's what would it, right? How are you, Ollie? All right? Not bad, not bad. You, you definitely take the prize for the biggest nuisance to come on the bus for a long time. Why? And I, and I salute you. Why? Because, well, what time did you get in last night? I don't know. That's a question. Well, all right. Well, you probably know I, better can than I, I, I do. I put it to you that you didn't. Yeah, cadets, probably. <laughs> he didn't get in at all last night, came straight to the match, and he's been an absolute pest for the whole day, and he's been brilliant. <laughs> no, all he did was abuse a few Leicester fans. Well, I know, and. He's there nothing more, did he? <laughs> Is there nothing more? Yeah, they weren't very good, were they? Uh, no. Uh, I'm going to go and grab Graham here, who's uh, just walking up now. Graham's always good for a chat. Graham? Uh, all right. I'd say all right. I thought you'd say that. Yeah, but well, we're better than what we were. I, mean, I think I said to you earlier on in the season, I don't think we've changed much. I think we've changed vastly now. We're playing better. Look like we should be scoring goals. And... It's looking brighter. That was a dismal Leicester though, wasn't it? Yeah, horrible. They're, they're cadden for I think they're down. I think they might they might there's even a, go down. There's a few people sort of hinting that Sorry. they might be in a bit of trouble and I totally agree, I think. Because at this time of the year, it's not so much about where you are, it's about how you're playing yeah. it. And people below them are starting to play better than them. And they offered nothing. They were dreadful, big boot, big boot, big boot, big boot. I've offered now to us, really. So... so it was a pretty functional, yeah. I'd, I'd say it was, a, United, it was a professional it? job, if you like. Did this, got three 0 up, played the game out, which is that was the kind of job we should have done the other night against Hull. Yeah, against Hull. But hey, better Any, than what we were. Anyone stand out from performance point of view? Uh, Valencia again. Paul Valencia's. I think he's had been our player of the season at this totally minute. Agree with that. And uh, I thought Pogba probably played the best display for about three, four weeks. A lot of people say about Pogba, I mean he has tended to do that all season against teams like that, but he's yet to pull it out yeah. in a massive game, innit? That's yeah. what, what we want to see from him, innit? Yeah, and I think, I think that's what he's missing, actually. Once he starts doing it against the big sides, I think we'll all have a bit more faith in him. At the minute, he's hit and miss. You're expecting to be doing it against these sides, but against the big teams, once he starts doing that, a bit more consistent, Good run of fixtures coming up now for United. Yeah. Got to fill your boots time, innit? Well, I, I agree with that, and I, I totally think now from here on in, if we don't get into that fourth position, or third position even, it's going to be down to us and not down to anyone else, because the fixtures we've got coming up should tie us up round there. I think United, to get into fourth in the Champions League, I think United are going to need the points or the bulk of the points they need by probably mid-April because that running is looking yeah. quite hard now. Exactly that, so you get all the back, you get Arsenal, Tottenham on the trot and it could even be City in the last game as well. They're hard games, so we need them points and we need to start putting them away. Right, should we go for a drink? <laughs> Here we go, right, Blackie, final word. Um, normally before I go on to the match and stuff, <laughs> I'd normally... Uh, 
I normally just straight to the game and ask for your opinion and stuff, but uh, you were one of the few people who had no ticket. I've been going to the match with you for decades and I've seen you get in just pretty much by every single possible way for in, in, in known to man. Uh, I've seen you getting in as catering staff, I've seen you getting in as uh, photographers, I've seen you getting in as uh, uh, press. A friend of Pet Shop Boys. friend of the Pet Shop Boys, if I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, have you got two tickets for Paddy Crerin? Yep, in you go, sir. I've seen all of those. I thought today, though, I thought you might have met your match given how tight it was in terms of getting in, but you managed to... Um, well, you got in, didn't you? Yeah, I was I was lucky really because um, I didn't I forgot to apply. It's my own fault. I didn't expect a ticket. I expected to watch it in the pub. But um, unfortunately, while I was just on the hoping that someone outside, you know, might have a spare, um, a fellow red collapsed with um, high anxiety, and I was on I was on there. Uh, no, but he didn't, did he? Well, he looked anxious to me. <laughs> Looked anxious to me, and so what? What I managed to. Well, so did you. Is there somebody in there? Are you queuing or? No, no, you get in. So, so um, what we managed to do was um, I managed to get him. Fortunately, I'm St John's ambulance trained myself, so I managed to get into uh, St John's ambulance uh, station, um, which, which which actually was inside the ground. Right, is this? I've got. Is this patient report form in front of me? Have you yeah. blagged this? No, no, it's actually his patient report form. Right, so who wrote this? Well, I wrote it. Right. Um, but it was um, for, put, for this this guy here. All right, okay. Paul Stevenson. Paul, have you ever, do we know him? Um, well, I think we know him by a different name, but... All right. <laughs> All right. He was, um, so he was there, he actually forgot right. his name halfway so, through, so, so it added to his condition. Right, so Paul Stevenson is um, thingy from the front of the coach, isn't it? Yeah. Right, okay. So, according to this, it says patient survey, primary survey, response alert, airway clear, breathing normal, conscious normal. Uh, basically, there's nothing wrong with him, according to this. No, I, when I was younger, I watched a lot of casualty, so I knew to take his obs. <laughs> and I did, um, and, and he was okay, so they were, they were very good. They let me, let me walk him around the outside of the pitch up to his seat. And then I was obviously going to go then back outside again um, to see if there's a ticket. But there's a seat next to him that, that wasn't taken. So I thought, well, I'll just wait. And nobody actually came. So I thought, well, it'd be silly to waste a seat. So um, I managed to stay there for, for, the, for the game and the three goals. And it was uh, good fun. So I have to say, you know, what a tremendously public-spirited thing for you to do. I think so, yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, it's not easy. I think when when you come to the match and your health isn't isn't great, as obviously that poor guy's wasn't. <laughs> you know, just to be on hand, perhaps to give society something back. You know, in this day and age, I did I didn't mind. And you know, if I'd had to sit in the St John's ambulance room for the entire game, then they would have been all right. But he made a miraculous recovery after as, forty minutes just as a, before kick As a renowned socialist, if you were offered. Uh, an MBE or perhaps even a knighthood for this afternoon's incredible yeah. services. Would you accept it or, or no, not? I'd sell it to shove it up for us. <laughs> I don't recognise that. We're all equal in society. Um, I'd love to be offered one so I could shove it up for us. But, um, you know, like me, me and Piers Morgan won't be getting any awards. Piers because he's a cunt and uh, mine because I'd turn it down. <laughs> anyway, well, <laughs> well done for getting in. I didn't think even by your standards it was possible, but uh, that took some doing. Um, it was a great win on paper, 3-0. Uh, 
uh, away at uh, what I still think is a good squad, but they, they were poor, weren't they, Leicester? They were poor, but if they got first goal, I think we would have struggled because I don't think our confidence is great. I think we're still missing chances, but then again, we created some today and we put them away. Matter could have made it four. That probably would have been a fairer score, I but until we scored the first goal, and of course we got the second one quick, you know, they'd matched us in a lot. We were a bit careless, but I don't know, we can be overcritical, can't we? I'm not sure. I think sometimes we feel really over-optimistic over, over with this squad and the team, that, the way that they're playing, and other times we hammer them like on Wednesday, and I think the truth lies somewhere in between, that we're not a bad team, we are a top four team, we will finish in the top four this year, it won't be easy to do, but I think we'll pick up enough points towards the end of the season, because I think there are other teams that aren't as good as us, Liverpool being one, Arsenal being another. Do you not think that, I mean somebody mentioned it earlier actually, it's not dawned on me, um, but I think the more... I thought about it in the sort of 15, 20 minutes since he said it on the pod. Um, United seem to be playing with a bit more flair and a bit more freedom away from home than doing at Old Trafford. Have you picked up on that? Yeah, I think there's more space. I think other teams at home, when they're playing against us and they've got to go and try and score goals and try and get some points, obviously there's going to be a few more spaces. And I think we filled those spaces as well today. You know, Carrick, there's been a lot been said about Carrick and when Carrick's in the same, this, that and the other. He's clearly trying to play someone else there. And the person that he's trying to play uh, is Herrera at the moment, isn't it? So, you know, will, will we get it right by the end of the season? Probably will have it right by the end of the season, but by then he'll have his own personnel and what he needs from his personnel uh, in the summer is people that can do those jobs who are 10 years younger than the ones that we've got. Ibrahimovic is one, we need a striker. Okay, he scored today, but we need a centre forward if he put goals away. He might have 13, 15 goals, whatever it is this year. I think if we'd had a top quality striker, he'd be on 22, 23 this year. And I think, you know, we've got to say, yeah, he's wonderful and he's great for the side, but, you know, is, is he the player that we need at the moment? No, we need a proper, we need a proper centre forward. Be surprised, really got left behind. No, not really. You know, he's done his 250 now, he's done his bit, hasn't he? You reckon he's going to be, his career's winding down now, is it as his Carrick, perhaps? Yeah, I think him and Carrick, I mean, we won't see him all the next year. Um, Ibrahim they might take another year, but I think we'll see a completely new squad. I think Mkhitaryan will be a big part of it. I think there are some other, you know, Pogba's obviously going to be a big part of it. I think we'll see another centre-half. He obviously, he obviously fancies Baye, doesn't he? And I think Smallin had one of his better games because he was someone there who he knew was blood and, blood and guts and thunder and he was going to make the tackles and he's, you know, there's no frills about him, is there? And we needed that. I think that's probably a way to Rahoa at Given that it's likely likely that United's last five or six games will include uh, City, now that that's getting moved, Arsenal and Tottenham away. This period coming up of four to five games, I think it includes Watford at home, and then we've got fairly quickly, I think we've got a game against Southampton away, I think we've got Middlesbrough away, Sunderland, we're there all games, United have got to pretty much fill the boots on, innit? Yeah, I mean, we will, I don't think we'll go on a bit long losing streak at the end of the season against a better team, but we might pick up the odd win, but certainly we wouldn't be expected to put you know, four victories back to back. So yes, we do need to do it. We do need to do it then, and when we do do it, then it'll be um, something we've not really done because we've gone on this unbeaten run of 16 games, eight of them have been draws, whatever it is, yeah. and, that, and those 16 points that we've, we've dropped, 
you know, make a huge difference to our season because four or five of them at home have been draws that should never have been draws because of the amount of chances we've created. Your, your phone's not stopped ringing. Oh, no. I reckon it's the director of Holby City offering you a part for the next. It, it could well be. After your we left someone behind. <laughs> we've left. Some, yeah, you've left somebody on the first aid table. Yeah. At the ground. I'm just reading that thing. It said uh, what treatment reass- I gave him reassurance. Yeah, reassurance. Oh, that was very good. Was he? Uh, we in the first aid room just started. Yeah, first aid. We were in the um, St John's Ambulance first aid room underneath the, the stadium. Um, it's towards the other end of the ground. So where we were. Tremendous. Yeah, that's nice, nice. Yeah, didn't get through though. Well done. Right, mate. Cheers. Right, that's us away home. Uh, great, great result. Uh, decent performance, nothing more than that. So let's not get too giddy about it. Important that United kick on and uh, take it to another level now and get another decent run going. Three or four more wins on the spin. Uh, we've got a good run of fixtures coming up. So let's get all the points that we can bank. Um, we uh, will have next podcast is at the uh, we'll have the United We Stand sellers so the usual lads will be there after the Watford game on uh, Saturday coming and uh, it's also the release of the new magazine so new mags out um, on Saturday so you can get that um, within that we've got interview with Andy Burnham of all people yep that's the one the uh, the Scouse fella Everton fan who uh, is an MP for I think it's Lee, halfway down the lengths, and he's obviously got ambitions of being the mayor of Manchester. So that's an interesting insight into his plans for that, and also his footballing background. Uh, we've got articles, original quotes on Tom Tiddle, who sadly passed away recently. We've got an interview with the St Etienne Ultra. Uh, we've got a piece from a French lad uh, who was once hailed as Le Kid Cantona. Also stuff also on the changes going on in and around the restructuring of Old Trafford. Uh, the importance of the League Cup and uh, loads of original stuff inside as well in Gutter Snag. So all good stuff there. So that'll be out a couple of hours before kick-off on uh, Saturday in the game against Watford. And will uh, be also available uh, after the game as well usual stuff in terms of when it's available in the shops and subs and all that kind of good stuff so uh, make sure you try and pick that one up because it's a cracking issue um, other than that that's all done um, we're going to head off back into Manchester now we'll be back in town for eight-ish half eight-ish and then uh, just in time for a few beers before left orders and then we can uh, get back to work tomorrow uh, not a great week United should have been six points we got four out of it but uh, it certainly ended well so hopefully uh, we can build on that until then uh, we'll see you on the next podcast next weekend Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you soon